Alright guys, before we get started, if you like what we're doing, don't forget to press up, up, down, down, left, right, left, right, B-A, then start. Oh, and then like and subscribe if you're listening on YouTube. Also check out at LamerGamersCast on Twitter and throw a review down on Apple Podcast or Podchaser. So, let's get to the news. Now the first thing we have today is the Animal Crossing New Horizons Summer Update Wave 1. By the way, just so y'all know, it is summer here in the steamy swamps of Southeast Texas. And uh, I hate to tell you guys, but there's no way around this. We need to have a serious talk about background noise. We have to have air conditioning in Southeast Texas. And I do my best to um, try and edit it out. Uh, I, I only run central AC while it's going i try not to have any fans or uh, any other type of ac units running but uh it's still gonna pick up so i'm gonna do my best but there's probably gonna be a lot of background humming till at least like the end of august <laughs> and you may occasionally hear buzzard sides sized mosquitoes flying by and june bugs and horse flies because that's just how it is they sneak so what happens is in the summer when you open the door and you get hit with a nice wet warm air those little insects sneak in and they fly around your house and your dogs try to bite them it's it's pretty intense dude it seriously feels like we're breathing hot soup here yeah, pretty much. I uh, wonder what flavor ramen the air is over there. I know yours is probably uh, plant-flavored. I was going to uh, say it's benzene-flavored. <laughs> benzene! <laughs> yeah. uh, mine, mine's a little bit fresher, at least. Uh, <laughs> you know. All right, so let's go ahead and get to the Animal Crossing Summer Update. So I'm going to read through what Nintendo said, and we'll kind of mention uh, things that we need to add to it if needed. On their website, they say, Get ready to make a splash in your own island paradise. A series of free updates to the Animal Crossing New Horizons games for the Nintendo Switch will deliver new features, including the ability to swim and dive for sea creatures. Which, by the way, my wife freaked out whenever she saw that the otter was back. Yeah, dude, it's a pretty awesome update, man. Because, uh, what is it, they added that into New Leaf? Yes. And blew my mind, dude. You could swim around, catch everything underwater. Get eaten by sharks. Yeah. And that Um, otter. Dude, he's awesome. What is it? Pascal, (laughs) I think is his name? Yeah. Now, they say you'll also get to interact with fresh faces and discover a variety of new items, including mermaid-themed furniture. Uh, These free updates are among some of the new experiences coming to your island over the course of the summer. So this is update one. It will drop on July third now under the swimming and diving it says grab a wetsuit and get aquatically acquainted with your island marine life when swimming and diving arriving to animal crossing new horizons hey that rhymed it does um (laughs) also you can scoop up sea creatures keep your eyes peeled for any additions to the museum because apparently you can bring things to blathers which is always a good time um And our friend Pascal, who is the otter, uh, which otters immediately have, like, the ultra-cute factor, according to my wife. Um, They will have Pascal, and he loves scallops. So if you find any, he'll be like, hey, hey, you got any of them scallops? I love scallops. scallops, Mm -hmm. bud. Mm -hmm. Yeah. (laughs) 
Uh, also, there's going to be adding some stuff with Gulliver. He's going to have uh, some pirate clothing. So apparently he is going around and uh, taking over ships and some real intense stuff. It's going to be like Assassin's Creed, uh, Black Flag, but with Animal Crossing. That's not, it's not he, real. He stopped That's coming to my island because um, I would gather all of his uh, pieces mm-hmm. and just keep them. So that they become rusted parts <laughs> so that I can make my uh, Gundam or whatever it's called, the, the big mm-hmm. robot. Because uh, when you get his um, communicator parts, if you keep them for a day, they turn into rusted parts. And you have to have 30 rusted parts to make the mech. So he stopped coming to my island because I stopped giving him his parts. <laughs> wow. <laughs> That's not really why. Sure it's not. <laughs> sure. All right. Uh, So that is going to be a big update for people that are excited about Animal Crossing. It's about that time where people are like running out of things to do that are playing Animal Crossing. So I think the update is well timed. Next up, some more Nintendo Switch news. A couple of episodes, we talked about a rumor that the Outer Worlds version for the Switch was going to look good. That was absolute fake gaming news. Dude, I've seen I've seen some videos and it looks bad. <laughs> it is ugly. But I do have I do know some people that are playing the Switch version. It is uh playable, they say. It just that, looks that's like good. Yeah, it just looks like hot garbage. Uh so the next update is apparently going to improve performance. So I think for like pop in and stuff like that. Didn't say graphics necessarily. So Dude. Nothing will ever look worse than Ark on the Nintendo Switch. Do <laughs> yourself a favor and go watch videos of Ark. It's, uh, it's already it's, it's already a fun game. It doesn't necessarily look the best. Right. Uh, but on Switch, um, it runs like potato. Potato is a good way to describe it. Uh, like <laughs> potato that's been sitting in your cabinet too long and you forgot about it and you're trying to figure out what that smell is and you're looking around and you realize that there's some weird grossness in the back of your cabinet and this potato has a million eyes and it's staring at you stinking up the place then when you pick it up it just hits your senses and it's bad that's what Ark is like it's the it's the cordyceps growing out of the potato exactly can you tell I've worked in a produce <laughs> department by the way <laughs> <laughs> Rotten potatoes are one of the worst things in the world. Uh, right behind rotten tomatoes. Both which people have issues spelling plural. So. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Next up. Uh, Min Min is from ARMS is joining Smash Brothers Ultimate. Uh, now it requires the Challenger Pack 6. Uh, and this character, if you couldn't guess, is going to be a long-range character with a lot of cooldowns after attacking. Um, what I think is really interesting is it, you can do the down special, and it changes out the arms. Now, there's always a dragon arm on one side, but the other side can switch between a dragon arm, a chakram, um, which gets thrown and comes back, and the big, uh, the big meaty whatever giant cannonball looking monstrosity thing is uh yeah that one but Snore. oh dude i'm pretty excited about it i am not excited about paying <laughs> for more dlc though it is going to require the next packet of dlc so you know get your wallets ready because nintendo's got some long arms and they're about to pull some money out of it 
Oh, next up, Cyberpunk 2077 dropped a new trailer, The Gig. Now, Rowdy, I gotta tell you, so freaking excited about seeing this! Oh my gosh, dude, uh, I'm so far behind. I haven't, I haven't seen this yet. I need, I need to go see it. I, uh, I'm, I, I, I don't have much input for this podcast now that I think about it. No, nah, it's cool. I've been working a lot. We were kind of talking about. We were just going to say Rowdy reacts to Travis's news items a couple Pretty weeks much. ago. I think it works out. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> which what I've seen okay, so far, like it looks looks awesome though. Oh yeah, and so uh, first of all, it looks fantastic. Digital Foundry did take a look at it, which is generally who I try to uh, read into whenever they talk about more technical aspects. Um, if you don't know already, the game is still being focused on for like a 1x or a playstation 4 pro uh graphical level whenever it releases and then later on they're going to upgrade it to ps5 level or xbox series x level but it still looks really freaking nice now it is using some minor ray tracing but mostly it's like ways to trick you into thinking it's being ray traced which is different techniques and global illumination other stuff but either way it looks fantastic the game also does look to be bigger than expected um i don't know if you know this rowdy but you know whenever i was thinking cyberpunk 2077 i was just thinking oh it's going to be a massive city and that's it but there's actually a large desert area yeah yeah i I, you know what i I did see that too you know what i've seen more of this than i thought i have you might have (laughs) have you have you seen all of the um uh, what is it? So, so they made the uh, Cyberpunk 2077 edition for uh, Xbox One X as well as the con- uh, the controller as well. Yeah, it looks pretty awesome. But what blew my mind was they are actually making a Cyberpunk 2077 RTX 2080 graphics card by Nvidia. <laughs> That's impressive. Dude. Uh like I'm not big on PC gaming, but after I saw that that they like made their own special edition graphics card for it, dude, it made me wish I had a awesome gaming PC to play this game. Well, you know, you just need a couple thousand dollars. <laughs> yeah, uh, I'm sure somebody's like, ah, oh, you can buy a gaming PC for five hundred dollars if you try no. it, and you don't buy Windows, you just hack it. Um, no, yeah. man. If 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 I were to actually make a gaming PC, like I don't see myself spending less than two Gs. Oh yeah, absolutely. Because you're uh, honestly these next systems, if they're what's being reported on, these things are hitting way above their belt. Uh, so, all right. Uh, let's see. Next up, uh, the voice acting sounds great. As if we didn't know that already it's got people like keanu reeves in this game um i mean it's gonna be breathtaking right um <laughs> he's now I, I didn't know this he's playing the lead singer of a band mm-hmm. in this game and it was it's that band called they're called samurai but it's actually i think the band in the game is actually that band um the refused if i'm not mistaken <laughs> they're like a um the punk band right Maybe like a Swedish punk band or yeah, I listen to the well, it's like it's like, a, it's like a hardcore yeah, type. it's, it's in not that full on punk but yeah, it's definitely screaming and stuff like that. Well, yeah, I mean that's how it works nowadays, right? 
Um, I've I've heard two of the songs from it. They're pretty good. Now I'm going to have to listen to the refused after this. Like I know I've listened to them. They've shown up on Spotify. Uh, mm-hmm. So yeah, that's happening after the show. All right. I'm um, going to double check that while you're talking. That sounds perfect. <laughs> now, one thing I did like was the uh, shots from the, this trailer. It looked like a movie trailer. Like to me, it was on par with something you would expect to see with a movie. It was cut that well. I'm hoping because the, the model animations that go along with the talking, the way the voices uh, I'm sorry, the uh, facial expressions move. I mean, it looks like a movie spot on. So I'm hoping the production values stay consistently good with that. Now, I was a little concerned though because it looks so well done. Whenever I see a game that is that uh, pristine it makes me think oh it's going to be a follow the bouncing ball you have to go do this you have to go do this and there's no freedom but I think Rowdy was telling me earlier he's seen some uh, a lot of praise for this game but they were saying that uh, Just let me know if I'm saying this wrong uh, that different reviewers were saying the game was somewhat overwhelming that have played it already because there's so much to do yeah so it wasn't a, a, a negative uh, a thing per se like they, they, they were talking about how they loved everything that they did but that it that, that it's overwhelming because there's so much to do and that if you don't have the time to put into the game that this is not a game for you like uh, just think about how long the witcher 3 was i was mm-hmm. i was telling travis just before we started i put probably two months into this game where it was the only game that i played oh and, and it, it still took two months i'm wondering if it's going to have that same effect because whenever you play the witcher 3 you have to be in that world it's so encompassing um yeah you know i'm wondering if it's going to have the same feel like to me when i think of these big open world games let's say fallout 3 or 4 right or skyrim i don't feel like i have to stay in that world forever you know? So, so speaking of those, in in the actual one video I did see talking about mm-hmm. Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven, um, they were talking a lot about the controls. Um, okay, where the hand to hand combat felt a lot like um, Batman Arkham Asylum or okay. uh, 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 what is it, Sh- uh, Middle Earth Shadow of Mordor. Uh, those type games, basically like the WB type games. So whenever um, you press, uh, you have one main attack button, but then you have like a button that is your uh, repartee or your uh, block or counter. Well, they they didn't mention any specifics about mm-hmm. it, just that it controlled like that, and that it, it and it's weird the way they described this because they, they said that's how the hand to hand combat felt, but that the movement in the game felt very much like fallout 3 or skyrim or Ah. some of your bethesda first person rpgs so it sounds like it's going to be it's going to move back and forth between fast paced slow paced kind of deal um which isn't a bad thing um we'll we'll see because everything that i've seen was not necessarily uh, uh, uh footage of these people playing i don't know if they got to record their footage and put it out so that actually um, sounds good to me because I I started playing Shadow of War, and um, I was going to talk about it a little bit later because I I didn't like how you move around. I love the fighting, but where you have to hold the A button to run and sneak, you hold certain buttons. Like it had a weird disconnect that I oh, didn't dude, enjoy. 
It's an Assassin's Creed ripoff. That's all it is, man. Oh, I know, but if you play like Odyssey or Origins, though, it feels completely different when you're running around. Because when you move the joystick, you you can run at full speed. Whenever you're playing Shadow of War, though, you have to hold the A button. Oh, no, 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 no. Yeah, yeah. So the the new Assassin's Creed's, it's like that. The old Assassin's Creed's, right. no, you had to hold A. Like, I, I find myself doing that a lot with the new Assassin's Creed's, mm-hmm. holding A, and you don't have to. Like, Assassin's Creed 3 and 4, Black Flag, like, those are the ones that I played the most. And, yeah, you had to hold A the whole time. And when, um, what is it, when Middle-Earth Shadows of Mordor, the first one, came out, um, the creator of Assassin's Creed was like, oh, hey, look, they made an Assassin's Creed game in Middle-Earth. Hmm. Shots fired. Shots fired. Uh, all years, right. Years ago, shots fired. <laughs> Um, uh, but yeah, no Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven gonna be awesome. You just oh uh, yeah, absolutely. You you need to you need to have the time. But um, I'm gonna try and get it out of the way as quickly as possible uh, because I don't want to be bogged down with all of the PS five releases uh, because I will not let Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven get in the way of me playing bug snacks oh goodness rowdy now i mean bug snacks is going to be an epic adventure that spans 80 90 hours right that's right talking about bug snacks no uh that is a game that i'm not (laughs) like i want to play it just for the sheer absurdity of it i am so not excited about running around with hot dog hands well Uh, it's gonna be really hard to play this game with weenie hands All right, next up, uh, Marvel's Avengers, which was, I think, kind of really pushed as like a PlayStation exclusive for a while. Uh, No, no, it wasn't. Okay, no, it's been it's 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 an all systems game. Okay, well, uh, they are now saying that it is going to come to the Xbox One and we'll get a Series X upgrade for free. Also, they've announced that it's coming to Stadia and PC. So. Just kind of a quick one on that one. Nothing major. Uh, next up, uh, the Xbox Series X badge has been explained. There's a new badge that says "Optimize for Xbox Series X. And if you look at it, it's the shape of the console like an actual box. By the way, we actually have a box for the Xbox. Do you, we, Does anybody realize that or has anybody pointed that out lately? A it's box a real, for the Xbox? Yeah, it's just a box. There's no, no weird other shapes added to it. The original Xbox had some roundness to it and other things. This is the it's first a one. box for the Xbox box? Yeah, it's a box. Anyway, uh, <laughs> so they have said what, what do they mean whenever it's optimized for Xbox Series X? It means that they are doing a performance target of 60 frames per second at 4K. Now, that could come in multiple different fashions right because whenever you play games on the playstation 4 pro or the one x there's usually a setting for resolution mode or performance right um so there was a big thing going around that assassin's creed valhalla was going to only do 30 frames per second on the xbox series x which would mean that you wouldn't have that kind of slider to choose between it, but apparently they are now targeting Assassin's Creed Valhalla to be an optimized for Xbox Series X. Um, So there's also a list of games that they are saying are going to be optimized to run at 60 frames per second on 4K. Uh, That's going to include Bright Memory Infinite, Call of the Sea 
uh, Chivalry 2 chorus. Cyberpunk 2077 is going to be optimized for it. Destiny 2, because that's running on every single system in the world. Uh, Dirt 5, FIFA 21, Gears 5, Halo Infinite, which, by the way, has a teaser trailer. Dude, Halo Infinite better run at 60 FPS 4K. Like, that is their (laughs) huge first-party title. Like, that game has to sell. Oh, absolutely. Dude, I, I, I would be so mad if I got a Series X and halo infinite didn't run at 64k yep uh next uh let's see hitman 3 madam nfl 21 marvel's avengers is optimized outrider scarlet nexus scorn second extinction the ascent the medium vampire the masquerade bloodlines 2 uh wrc9 fia world rally championship and yakuza are currently being announced for the optimized for xbox series x logo so it apparently is also um, going to be a big thing that a lot of games that are coming up in the July announcement for Xbox are going to be part of this, or almost all of them are. So we'll see. I think that'll be interesting because right now um, we're still seeing PlayStation 5 really targeting. They are hitting 4K, but a lot of their games are 30 frames per second. Of course, there's going to be 4K 60 frames per second games, but... Um, we we do see kind of a more variation there, so we'll see what yeah, happens. Yeah, when 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 I get that PS5, like I understand that it's not gonna have the resolution a lot of the times, but if they don't put out their first party games at the highest resolution, I will rage. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I still am like in that weird area where like I think 2K looks okay even on a 4K screen. But if you like drop below that, it's it's a little tricky. Um, they, they they better not drop below that with these new systems. Yeah, that's true because they're the, <laughs> they're the size of a of a giant pelican. We're just gonna say that the PlayStation Five almost oh, looks kind of like pelican. a pelican. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Oh man. Okay. Next up, uh, Last of Us Two has sold four million copies in three days. By the way, Rowdy's been playing Last of Us 2. Rowdy, how you, how you liking that game? Dude, I absolutely love it. Um, I, I, I've been uh, trying to work on an, a solo episode where I talk about all the controversies of The Last of Us 2 and my takes on them. Uh, because I'll tell you right now, like some of the stuff that people were complaining about, if that gets you upset and makes you not want to play a video game... Why are you playing video games? Yeah, some so, of the stuff was so minor. Like, I thought that most of this game was going to include uh, uh, some of the complaints that people had, and it was literally like some of the stuff they were complaining about took all of thirty seconds of the game. <laughs> I was like, really, really? That's what got you upset? Um, but back to those sales numbers, it is now the fastest selling PS4 Ooh. exclusive. Uh, beating out um, Uncharted 4, uh, another game made by Naughty Dog, um, and what I thought was one of the best-looking games ever, Uncharted 4. Well, the best-looking game I've ever played. Um, And that now goes to Last of Us 2. This game looks so amazing. Um, The the way that the faces move and everything, it doesn't look like that, what is it, the, the Uncanny Valley stuff 
where it just looks weird. Like, this looks supernatural. The way people move and things like that. Now, it is still a video game, so it's not 100% natural with the way that some people move and stuff, but I don't ever see that happening in a video game. Uh, but, yeah, it's it's amazing. Um, if, you, if you look at physical copies of the game sold... Um, a lot of news outlets now use uh, England's uh, physical sales because it's super, apparently it's just a lot easier to track physical sales in England. Um, a lot of the places in America don't report till like a week later and it's just really hard to uh, 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 keep track of everything for some reason. Uh, but in England, they're saying that the physical copies of Last of Us 2 has outsold uh, Pokemon Sword and Shield. Oh, wow. And Animal Crossing, physical copies. Um, so that's that's pretty impressive. Now, I understand that, like, Animal Crossing was during uh, the pandemic. Right. Or the beginning of the pandemic. So everybody was buying it digitally. But at the same time, I mean, that's pretty impressive for the uh, uh, a PlayStation exclusive. Mm-hmm. Um, it's super fun. I love it. Uh, it's very Game of Thrones ish. <laughs> now you have complained about in the past PlayStation games download far slower than they should. Do you think that it's contributed down- to it? It's not that they download far slower. It's that they install so okay. slow. Of course, that'd like, be the same thing for the disc, though, right? Oh yeah. Okay. So then, like you put you put the disc in, it's still gonna take forever to install. Now it, it, it would install quicker than um, downloading, mm-hmm. but yeah, man, like, dude, the install speeds on the PS4 are so ridiculous. <laughs> um, apparently, there's some way to do like a, a a reboot or something and make it uh, make things load faster only on a PS4 Pro. Um, but I'm afraid to do any weird stuff like that for fear that I may lose data. Ah. <laughs> All right. So our last thing, if you have any more news, just let me know, Rowdy, that you want to talk about. Uh, it's about time for Crash Bandicoot 4 called It's About Time. Uh, they announced yeah. this. It's going to have over 100 plus levels, new gameplay modes, new abilities. And uh, I'm honestly not too familiar with the... Uh, series myself. Uh, do you ever play that series? Um, I did a little bit uh, here and there. Um, believe it or not, Naughty Dog is the one who created um, yeah. Crash Bandicoot before they did the Uncharted and Last of Us series. Um, but I want to say, man, when was the when was the last Crash Bandicoot? God, it was. It had to have been like late nineties, I think. I know they re released. Like a, a fancier looking version of it. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. They did. They, they re-released everything and made it all fancy and things like that. But as far as an actual sequel, uh, let me see. I'm looking it up right now. It's it's been quite a minute. <laughs> it's um, been a couple minutes. Quite possibly. Oh uh, well, of course. When I pull yeah. it up, they're not numbered. It's that <laughs> freaking cap. Co- okay, so Crash Bandicoot three came out in nine. 19- 1999. Ah. So, I lied. 1998. That's still a long time, man. So, it's been 22 years since there's been a numbered uh, 
a new numbered crash game. Uh, apparently, there's been a whole lot of different platforms like uh, Game Boy Advance and PSP and things like that. But this is the first numbered one yeah. since 98. I wonder if we're going to see a resurgence of platformers because, you know, you look at Ratchet and Clank, which looks fantastic. Like, I, I, I kind of want to play it, and I, I don't have any intention of getting a PlayStation 5 anytime soon. Um, but then Crash Bandicoot, you know, I wonder if we'll see another Mario in the future. There are no rumors about that, but... Um, yeah, yeah. But, you know, there are, there is the rumor that, though, Mario is going to re-release some platformers, but I haven't really seen or heard anything about that uh, in a couple weeks. Dude, they better. Anyway, <sighs> it would be fun, because I kind of miss the, you know, I miss the fun in video games, and platformers are always just pure fun, you know? All right. Except for Fetch Quest. Whenever you get in a Fetch Quest one, and then you've been looking for a freaking like happy dancing music note for three hours and you can't find it. And yeah, that sucks. That doesn't make me <laughs> happy. All right, guys, after the uh, break, we are going to come back with rumors and fake gaming news. 